Hey traders, David Frost, My Strategic Forecast. You're here for another episode of Common Sense Market Analysis. Today is Thursday, March 16, 2023. We're looking at a daily chart of the SPY or Spider, which is the proxy for the S&P 500. What do we have on the docket today? Well, we got a lot of stuff going on, namely the big up candle from today. The S&P or SPY was up about 1.7% over 6 bucks today. It's a melt-up operation once above the trend line. She turns bullish. Just a glance over at the hourly chart. You'll remember from yesterday, she beat on the trend line, beat on it again, closed right on top of it at the end of the day, last few minutes of the day. Little shimmy shimmy pullback this morning. Yes, we did buy the low. I will get to that later. When we get to inside the numbers, she took off to the upside, got above the trend line, and the rest is, as they say, history. Above the trend line, she's bullish. Below, she is not. That's where we stand at present. So let's talk about some things in terms of how about a Friday pullback? Where would they go? Where would the first price of support be unless they're under it by the opening bell. Let's talk about that first off today. How about 393.50? Where does that come from? Why is it there? Well, we can use the 30-minute chart for this lesson, and it's a good lesson. Why is that? Because the market ran up to this price, and I'm rounding it to 393.50. It's a give or take. Ran up, was summarily rejected, ran up again, stalled out for a little bit, played some games with it for couple of hours, hour and a half, and then started breaking out to the upside, ran one retest. Well, this is an important spot. If they get below this spot, then they have more to go, like into these moving averages and beyond. But this is the last breakout area in the sequence. Therefore, if she comes back to test it, it is garden variety of support until it's not. What about the other side? Where's she going on the upside? Well, She's into this big breakdown candle, short of the 20-period moving average on the daily chart. That's a target that will suck price in. It'll also move down slightly tomorrow, so she may open above or below that. But the top end of this big breakdown candle from a daily chart perspective, all the way over 400, is really what the next major objective is. The 50-period moving average comes in around 399.71. It's around 400, the big breakdown candle, the high is over 400. That's the next big time target for the SPY. We talked about the banks, the banks are failing, they're getting bailed out, they're not failing, one's going to fail, others are not. Here's the situation. It was always this. Below the trend line, the banks are a problem. Above the trend line, there is no problem. Where have you heard that before? Weekly chart, tomorrow's the close of the week. Are they going to close above or below this convergence of the 20 and 50 week moving averages tomorrow? Under normal garden variety conditions, that would send some kind of a signal to the market. Just taking a look around the horn at a couple of other charts, namely the two-hour chart or the 120 chart, and you can see another convergence of moving averages up near 400, 399.50, a little bit higher on the 100-day moving average, or the 120 period moving average, magnetic, overhead resistance, big fat round number, garden variety stuff. How about the 240 chart? Another convergence of moving averages, 50 period and 100 period, just short of 400. 
magnetic overhead resistance. These places will suck price in. Whether they come up short the first time or they spike them through the first time doesn't really matter. The point is they're magnetic and they will draw price in. How about inside the numbers? We had some early thoughts, pause the video, read the notes, go back to the chart to double check the work. We're going to talk first about the bear pivot, which was 386.35. Why is that? Well, there's a method to the madness. Getting below opens a door for the bears to run some tests down lower. We don't have to worry about that, but 386.35 is something that I want you to focus on. Let's go up a little bit and see what we have as the day starts to get underway. The morning starts to mature. Trend line comes in just above 389 today. That's good to know. Yesterday's close was slightly above that, so we know one thing. They start getting above yesterday's close, 389.34. They're already above the trend line. That's bullish. Let's move on a little bit more before we go to the charts. 9.15, what do we got? They're having an early pullback operation. Here's the deal. If they pull back to 386.35, give or take, it's the front end of the zone where there will likely be a bull bear battle and a bounce back in the other direction. We think better in pictures. Remember that was at 9.15 a.m., that post, 15 minutes before the bell rings. Right of the vertical is today's activity. 386.35 is your trend line. This is the 9.35 candle, first candle of the day. The low is exactly what? 386.29. Think about that for a moment. All set up before the opening bell. A lot of participation inside the numbers. A lot of participation in the live room. About 25 handles before they came back down to run a back test, make a higher low. The high here is 388.96. It's just a tremendous trade early in the morning. This is the morning trade. Not going to belabor the point. Read the notes. Go back to the chart to double check the work. 9.33. Traders that bought the top end of the zone need to book profit on the bounce. They start as scalps with potential. We hold a piece, a portion, whatever a trader wants to hold for a trailing position. By 9.35, the rest is trader's choice. Pause the video read the notes, go back to the chart to double-check the work. It's all in here. You have resistance places. There were pullbacks. There were traders that took short trades in there. I'm not going to go over everything. If you want to see this real-time, come over to the live room. I'm still running it on a trial basis. That will end soon, but there's a week trial. You want to check it out, come participate in the room, see what's going on, take the trial. I show inside the numbers notes each and every day. You're already familiar with that. Only had two stocks on the move today, JKS and Dell. Dell ran away, didn't do the thing. JKS did hit its entry objective. Let's take a look at that chart. We talked about this one in the live room. Unfortunately, they did this. The candle ending this five-minute chart, ending 9.55 today. The low was 44.80 against my 44.79. They went ahead and did the deal. Then they came back down and they did the deal again. But that goes into the category of the manner in which. The takeaway, you got it. The numbers work. What's going on over in Camp IWM? Well, another big ramp up a percent and a half. Relative weakness against the S&P 500. However, an up day one and a half percent. 
you can't throw stones at that one. They filled the gap, they backed off, they closed below the gap, left open the other day. No big deal here. They just didn't get above, on a closing basis, the gap. Not yet. What's that 169.29? That is considered unfinished business. If they do come back down, that's an interesting spot. The old spike the low and rip it back up in the other direction routine. Weekly chart, not exactly out of the woods just yet. We treat each chart independent of one another. Until or unless they start getting above the convergence of those three moving averages, 20, 50, and 200, then there's really no dice. This is just a bounce in a downtrend. Big picture perspective from a monthly chart perspective, this is a bearish pattern. They're just having an intra-month bounce, but this is a bearish pattern until or unless they get all the way back up into this zone and start getting above that 20-period moving average. Monthly chart takes a long time. Numbers are wide. Understand the time frame we're looking at. Very difficult to trade from a monthly chart. It's just used, or at least from where I sit, as a guideline from a longer picture, bigger picture perspective. What about the folks down at the transportation department? They were up today, but again, relative weakness against the S&P, up 1.2, 1.3%. There's nothing wrong with that. It's just relative weakness, so here's the, my takeaway. My two favorite market-leading indicators, one is the IWM, and the second one is the transportation people, the transports, but the transports are my favorite canary in the coal mine. The two favorite leading indicators weren't leading the market in the upward direction today. That doesn't mean they won't do it tomorrow or next week, but they're not doing it today. We take the market at face value on what's happening at present. And right now, we're not getting leadership from my two favorite leading market indicators. It's of note. It's a puzzle piece. It's on the table. What have we been talking about with the Q people? We've been saying this chart was in a different position. It's been bullish. Now look, above all the moving averages yesterday, today, the day before yesterday, you see what's going on here. This is bullish. It's breaking out to these recent highs. Let's put it in perspective. We've been talking about the weekly chart. This was making a bullish pattern, a pullback, eating time off the clock, consolidation, whatever you want to call it. Above these moving averages, nothing wrong with this particular weekly chart. Again, another bullish chart that we've been discussing. Doesn't matter the reason why. Price is the absolute arbiter. You learn that in market slash trading school. Financials, certainly not out of the woods yet. Maybe a reflex bounce. Here's your daily chart. They filled a gap. They pulled back. Didn't close above the gap. Doesn't mean they won't tomorrow. But this is oversold. I hate that term but it's been sold and sold and sold. It got taken out behind the woodshed. It gets stretched. You're in a rubber band situation, much more on the downside, and it's going to break to the next leg lower. Certainly, we can call this a bounce in a downtrend for now. There's no bull market coming in the financials until you recapture some more stuff on the upside. Again, with the monthly chart, maybe this snaps back. Maybe next month rallies up. We don't know yet, but this isn't necessarily bullish just yet. We had a retest of a 50-month moving average, and they bounced off of it. That's the only thing you need to take away from the monthly chart right now. This bullish pattern failed. This was starting to go sideways, 
consolidate around and to get through that 20-month moving average. Then you came all the way down this month to run a test of the 50 or get below the 50. We don't know yet, but that's the only takeaway from the monthly chart. What about Smash Mouth? We've been talking about this one too. Bullish relative strength. This happens to be the chart of the actual SOX or Philadelphia Semiconductor Index. I clicked the wrong signal. This is Smash Mouth, but it looks identical. Same chart. We've been talking about this one. It's been bullish. We've been looking at the weekly chart, and we've been saying it's a bullish signal. It's relative strength and a good proxy for the tech space as a whole. Nothing new here. They've been consolidating under or eating time off the clock around the 100-week moving average. They're breaking to the upside. Will they finish the week above? We don't know if they'll reverse back down tomorrow. Odds favor a Friday floater. Pretty straightforward today. Everybody sees what happened. It was a melt-up operation. We caught the low of day from an inside-the-number perspective, and we move on to the next day. If I told you how much I appreciate each and every one of you without you, these videos are not possible. That is true and accurate information. We're pulling the ripcord here today. I'm David Frost, my strategic forecast. Thanks again for tuning in to another episode of Common Sense Market Analysis.